Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. There, it has been brought up multiple times here that Kraft might suggest to Belichick, you keep coaching the team, but we want to bring someone else in to handle the personnel. I don't know Bill one millionth as well as you do, but my sense is that Bill would tell him to stick that where the sun doesn't shine, although probably a lot nicer. What, what would be your sense of, of that whole situation? Hard to know, Greeny. You know, I think about it. He's got his two sons on the coaching staff. You just don't know how he feels about being here. If he wants to be here, I could see a scenario where they're talking in this meeting and Bill says, if we can agree on someone that, you know, can help me in that area, here are some of my shortcomings. Bill Belichick would not surprise me if he did go along with that, Greeny. Wouldn't surprise Mike Reese if he went along with that. I mean, look, Reese is infinitely plugged in more than I am, Mego, Arcan combined. Mike Reese, big piece. What's up, baby? (laughs) Guys plugged in. So maybe, maybe Bill will allow a personnel person to come in above him. Or I think Breer has uh, proposed this before. A personnel guy comes in. The personnel guy answers to Kraft. Bill on the coaching side answers to Kraft. They're separate, but Robert Kraft kind of gets to make the final decision. Like, maybe there's a way Bill would accept it. I I just find that hard to believe. Just not knowing anything, not having any information, just knowing what I know about Bill over the years and how power-hungry he is and how much he doesn't want anybody else's grubby little fingers on his power. I can't imagine Bill taking that here. But that's me reading it from, you know, 10,000 feet away. I have no idea. It's not like Bill, I think, doesn't listen to other opinions or hear them or seek them out. It's just if it's another layer of his power here that's stripped the way that we saw a layer stripped this time last year when Bill O'Brien was brought in and the 
Andrew Callahan, Doug Kide, Boston Herald piece details how Bill wanted to roll forward with Matt Patricia, which is something that we heard before, but that he wanted to do another year with Matt Patricia. And then he acquiesced to the craft saying, okay, we'll bring in Bill O'Brien. Boom. Like there was another level of his power gone. He has to send his best friend out of town over to Philly. And then this would just be another layer of that. I still come back to, I just can't see it working in day to day. Like, Me neither. H- how Bill is going to say, no, you make this decision. But Arkham, make your point again about O'Brien. Like it's a fair point. In terms of it, it, Bill, Bill went along with in, the O'Brien yeah. plan that he didn't want. He didn't so. want to do that, and then was told you have to bring this guy in. Uh, he was told he wanted to get rid of Gronkowski in 2017. He was told you got to keep him. He's done this before. He's no, acquiesced to craft before. It's, it's happened. Fair. Like, and in this case, if it means saving his job and not getting embarrassed or getting fired or I don't know, not losing total control and 25 million dollars a year, whatever he's making, I could see him playing ball. Yeah. So maybe. I mean, look, he traded Garoppolo. Uh, now I think he was insubordinate about it, and he didn't take enough, and he tried to put him in a position to succeed and he tried to stick it to Kraft in the process but he did it if Kraft gives him the out I bet he'll take it so or the in I don't know you know yeah no I get what you mean like if Bill really likes being here this much he makes 25 million a year maybe north of that he likes going to Nantucket and getting caught on ring cameras uh sneaking around getting strange he you know he brother his kids are here like I get that I just I I can't see him sacrificing power I can see him sacrificing dollars for power in fact uh but again we'll ask this to Tommy Current when he joins us at 3.30, less also, than a half hour. Also, in this hour. meeting, all he has to do is just say he's going to do it. No, right. And then he right. can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. uh, again, current. Just keep postponing it until it's the first night of the draft. And he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't hire that person. Curran joins us at 3.30. Uh, we're going to talk to Andrew Callahan at 4.30, uh, the author of this story in the Boston Herald. It's a big reason we've been uh, diving in on our big question of the day. The biggest mistake that Belichick and ownership made with the Patriots is it neglecting the weapons, which is leading right now at 36%, neglecting the O-line, a close second at 34%, sticking with Mac, my vote, at 16%, or the coaching staff down at 14%. Uh, we can get into that coming up in just a little bit. Meanwhile, and we'll talk about that all day long. I did want to get into this from Phil Perry. He wrote this uh, yesterday uh, before the Boston Herald piece dropped. The idea that Kraft would walk downstairs and tell Bill to tank this game in potentially Bill's final game against the Jets, who he hates, at home, in maybe his send-off. Here's what Phil Perry writes, and he was peppering Bill Belichick yesterday. I don't really know his angle, but he was peppering Bill Belichick with questions about, well, you know, would you ever wait next year over this year and would you ever play young players over veterans and bill's like i don't understand the question we're only going to play the best players who deserve to be out there blah 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 right classic bill so this is what phil perry was up to i didn't realize it at the time he writes part of Kraft's reasoning for not inserting himself into game day decisions may be in order to avoid a difficult situation with belichick and that relationship as the season winds down should be handled with care but with information still to be determined on some younger players with the 2024 team build approaching, and with the availability of a potential franchise quarterback in the draft at stake, Kraft couldn't be blamed if he were to knock on his head coach's door and make that request for Sunday, meaning tell Bill to play young kids, effectively tank the game. Should Robert Kraft do that? Could you see Robert Kraft doing that, Mego? The only thing is they're so far down a lot of their depth chart that it's like, okay, play Kayshawn Booty, right. play Tyquan Thornton. You're already doing that. You know, like how how young are you going? How, how much further down the depth chart can you go? So aside from just saying like, hey, Christian hey, Barmore, take a week off. Yeah, I guess you could do that. I I don't think 
I, it would be like quite a negotiation because then I think you'd be tiptoeing around the obvious of Bill being like, well, what's in it for me? Because why would I lose to the Jets? And if this is going to be my last game here, and if I'm working towards the win record, why would I do that? Why would I do that, Robert? Kay. Unless I'm here next year or you're offering me something that helps me with my future. Kay, I, I doubt Robert Kraft does it, too, although he's much more hands on than, than he wants you to realize. Like he is he's much more meddling in decisions, including O'Brien and Mayo and some on field stuff with Gronk and Brady and Jimmy G and all this other stuff. Right. So, like, he meddles much more than he wants you to realize. And then I think gets reported. But. I, I don't I don't see him doing that, going to Bill and saying, tank the game. He should. He absolutely, they have no business even attempting to win this game. I've been advocating for them to beat Pittsburgh and beat Denver and try to beat Kansas City. Like, I've been advocating for all of that. There's now one week to go. They should tank this one because I'm okay with drafting as low as four, but I'd rather have three than four, and I'd rather have two than three. I want the options in the draft, and the higher up I am, the better off I am. Maybe you trade down from two to four and get something else extra out of it. I have no idea. They should tank this game. Robert Kraft should do that, Arkand. I have no idea if he will. He probably wouldn't, but he should. Yeah, he probably should. I don't think there's any chance that that's the the direction that he'd want to take it, that he would go down there and say, hey, I want you to lose a game on purpose or play certain players and not others or whatever. And well, you that know, goes right, because Bill can just say, well, what's in it for me? Okay, <laughs> you but know? You, know, you know the commanders aren't playing anybody this weekend, it sounds yeah. like, and they're, they're battling for that number two spot with the Pats. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. So what? So somebody, Rivera and Bill Belichick are the same. No, but I'm coach, just, but I'm just saying, like, so so an, an owner maybe got involved there and said, "Hey, this is what we're doing." Ron Rivera and Bill Belichick, for these purposes, basically are the same coach. They're both they on their way I out think the door. Ron Rivera's gone in this. Yeah, Ron Rivera probably knows that he's out the door for sure. Whereas Bill Belichick's having this meeting on Monday, and I think that'd be different. Either way, Belichick can just say to Kraft, well, "What are you going to do? Fire me before the last game? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do anything you want me to do. I'm going to go out there and try and win the game like I go and try and win every game. Even though we haven't won a lot of games this year, I'm going to do it the way I always do. And if you don't like it, you can fire me before the game. And Kraft's not going to do that. So I think he's you know moot point anyway. I. I look. I'd take the dive if I were Bill. Like I would. I would do it. Or I. Or I. This is probably more what Bill would do. Oh, you don't think I can win with a bunch of backup players against the <laughs> effing Jets? Of course I can. Like that's probably how Bill would take Bill's it. Bill wanted like, to play the backups all I, year. Right. I bet if Robert were like <laughs> sit down Christian Barmore and sit, who are even their other like quote unquote good players sit down on when you like who even are they? Don't play Zeke this week. Let's see what uh, Kevin Harris has a backup running back like. I bet Bill would be like, F that. I can still beat the Jets. You want me to play all the young kids and take a dive? Like, Bill would still try to win the game. Bill's like, no forward passes. So, like, <laughs> Right. So, like, I, I like, I honestly think Bill would kind of embrace that. And that would be, the, he would, like, cherish that. He beats the Jets with a bunch of third stringers at home in the snow in his final game while he gets sent off by, you know, uh, Patriots fans at Gillette Stadium, uh, a half full stadium where they spent 30 bucks to get in. Today, if they bought today on game day, Arkansas probably like five bucks. So, like, I bet Bill would cherish that. Brendan mm-hmm. Schooler, all the special teamers, like carry him off the field. <laughs> right. Exactly, Rudy Stoudemire, so exactly. Muffled mittens clapping in a half full stadium. You, Michael Hasty. Like, do, you, do you think it turns into that? Not, not not Rudy like carrying him off the field, but do you think it turns into like a Bill tribute on Sunday? Yeah. You do. I do. I think there's going to be a little element of that just because you don't know. But a lot of people are guessing, assuming, predicting that he's going to be gone. And so I think that it will get a little nostalgic in there. Okay. Like salute to 
the hoodie for the last time. It's I a mean, Fox game, right? Isn't it like a it AFC is. It's an, Fox game? It's another one of these crappy yeah. AFC Fox well, games. Jonathan Velma, those guys are going to have nothing else to talk about. So, I mean, no, you're no, probably no. going to get a lot no, of no, that. No, no, no. Sorry, maybe I didn't phrase that. I don't mean on the television broadcast. I, oh, mean, in, in, I in, mean in the stadium. In the like, stadium. That, that's what like, I mean. Do from I the think people who are there, yes. Are they going to put something up on the video That's what I'm asking, yes. No, I think it's going to be organic. I think it's going to be an organic fan response. I don't think it's going to be something orchestrated about for the hoodie. If they put something up on the Jumbotron, I'd imagine that's, you know, you don't do that. that yeah, that would be back, quite a message. Okay, yeah. but if you're Bill, wouldn't you want to know going into that game? <laughs> Find out on the Jumbotron. No, but I mean, like, wouldn't you want to? This is another yes, thing. Yes, I would want to like, know. Yes, absolutely. See, I just, I, I just guarantee Bill knows. Like, whether, he, whether he's officially been told or not, I guarantee he reads the writing on the wall. And Do you think someone, like, slipped him a note? A no, I just, he knows. He's been in the league for 50 years or whatever. Like, he knows. He understand, He probably knew the second that Bill O'Brien got forced on him. And he probably knew if they missed the playoffs again, he was screwed. He probably knew that. He understands the writing on the wall. And so, I just bet he knows. And I would want the official word before this game if I were Bill. Uh, what, what if Bill, like, rips open his jacket after the game and reveals the next team he's going to? <laughs> like, it's a, like it's a college kid picking a school or something yeah. like that? Like That'd when Hulk Hogan came out, he's like, now I'm NWO, brother. <laughs> he, thro- <laughs> he throws on a Bucks hat, uh, according to the Josina Anderson report. Uh, Doug is up in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Doug. Hi, how you doing, guys? Hi, Doug. Hey, so my, I think he's going to end up 0-0. I mean, the, the the Jets don't have an incentive to win either. Zero, they don't want the Patriots to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only, Jets. Only, again, they don't want. They don't want the Patriots to have a higher. Uh, they put them in a great position if they lose. So don't the, I disagree? Don't the Jets have an incentive to win? They never beat the Patriots. Don't they want to end yeah, that? Yeah, they want to break the streak. It's yeah. 15 wins. I'll be honest. The I Jets are 6-10. and 10. They're in the 8th seed right now. Yeah. They're 8 uh, overall pick. I didn't read the story because I just I don't care that much, but Rich Samini had a big story at ESPN today. I read the headline where it's all the Jets players who want to end that streak against the Patriots. We played the Garrett Wilson sound early in the year. Uh, you know, players on that team who really want to end this streak. And, like, just get that out of the way. Like, that's a team that shouldn't care about drafting 7 or 10. You know, or, uh, six or eleven, like that. They got Rodgers and his magic Achilles coming back, right? So, like that—that's a team that should feel like, all right, we weathered the storm this year. Let's beat the Patriots. Some, let's roll something over into next year with Rodgers coming back. You know, assuming he's not, uh, <laughs> you know, he's going to be playing for that next contract. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Kimmel takes him to court. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, assuming he's not in a prison for slander or Man, whatever. Litigation's expensive. So, you know, I, uh, I. They should try to be win. I disagree with him that they have no incentive to win. They haven't beat the Patriots in however long. They they have incentive to win. Yes, I'd I'd agree with that. The over, Jets should want to win this over game. some draft pick. Uh, the Patriots should be trying to tank this game. Will they? We'll find out. And what sort of tribute should they send to Bill Belichick on Sunday? Will there be anything? We can talk about all of this with Tommy Curran of NBC Sports Boston. He joins us about fifteen minutes from now for his weekly scheduled appearance at three thirty here on Jones and Mego with Arkin. We'll get back into your thoughts right after trending with Arkin. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. 
Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Get in on the discussion. All topics we've covered here in the first hour Longer and a half guys. plus. Yeah, so, what is the singles seem like? Well, women lowering their standards. Uh, all these <laughs> things that we've discussed. Jones and Mego on WEEI. Everybody that got let go during the season this year, it was all on the idea of we're not progressing and getting better. And I think if you put that kind of mentality on the Patriots, are they getting better? Are they improving as Mm -hmm. a team? And if you let your head coach go, will the next head coach get this team to play better than the way they're playing right now? I think that's ultimately the decision that has to be made. Do you think there's better out there to get this team moving forward. For me right now, after watching this team this last month, I would find it really hard to believe that you can say, if we move on, we know for sure that we're gonna be better without Coach Belichick. You know, it's week 14 or whatever it is, you only have two Mm -hmm. wins. If you look across the league, you see bad football, sloppy football, guys are just showing up. And you saw the complete opposite with this team. This team, Mm -hmm has rallied and fought and i don't know you know i haven't been asking those i don't know what the rallying cry has been inside but it's working and they're going out there and playing you have to make some kind of big changes i I definitely think that i just don't know if the big change at head coach is it oh boy it's devin mccordy on the patriots talk podcast with tommy curran we're going to talk to curran about 10 minutes from now here on Jones and Mega with Arkan on WEEI. Uh, McCordy was on, was it yesterday or the day prior with Greg Hill? He said yesterday. something similar. Uh, and I heard that clip as well. So McCordy doesn't think they should move on from Bill. I'm not surprised. You're not? No, because I think that this is in line with what we're hearing from a lot of fans, media, etc. Okay, he's, he's not a fan or me. I mean, he works in the media now, but he's, he's a yeah, player. But I, think, but I think there's this overwhelming sentiment now. Or I should say sentimentality about what Bill's done. And now that it really is coming to the end of the season and there's this meeting that's looming next week, that there's a lot of people coming out of the woodwork and saying, actually, I don't know if this is the best move. 
I don't know if they should let go of Bill. Hot take artists. That's what they are. Those I are hot. Those are hot feel, take artists. I still feel looking it's for clicks. Probably the best thing to move on from Bill for the team because of what we've seen over the last several years. But I cannot. I, I I can understand where they're coming from, and I'm not surprised hearing that from Devin Any, McCarty. Anybody defending Bill is a hot take artist troll looking for clicks. That's what they are. Like a, like a cold take is they should move on from Bill. Like that is the rational, reasonable, right take. So anybody defending Bill, that's a hot take. That that is a troll looking for clicks take is what that is from McCordy or anybody else. Like the rational, reasonable, accurate take is they should be done with him. He shouldn't have really been back this year. They gave him another chance and he failed. He should be done. Hot Human take. Cheese will. Bill moves upstairs. <laughs> oh, I forgot about it's that. Just crap. Too, yeah. crap! I forgot about that. Ho- uh, hopefully, hopefully the hot take artists aren't right. Holy sh! We are witnessing a baby cheese will right here, dude. <laughs> One of the mornings I was in, Shine played that for Wiggy, and Wiggy had no, just no clue, <laughs> just no clue what that was. It's like, what was I whale watching? I don't remember. <laughs> he was like, wait, what? <laughs> I had to explain it. Uh, anyway, to your point, Mega. Yeah, how many steps did you have to go it was, through? You know, it, was, it wasn't the most difficult thing in the world, but it was. It was. Uh, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, you, you know, how you, you kind of sound like you were saying whale. Uh, here's the latest in the Boston Herald. As for Bill Belichick. Sources universally agree on his personnel control and inability to assemble a functional staff that continue to undermine the offense. Great. Though they maintain Belichick hasn't lost his fastball as a hands-on coach. An argument they support with the team's bad injury luck. Put a pin in that for a second. And their four and eight record in one score games. Let me just let me just highlight this for a minute. The I was arguing about this with Arcan before the show. It's like they, they have the fifth worst point differential in the NFL. All of their wins are one-score wins, by the way. So those don't count? Like, it's it's a one-score game? Arkan, how many games in the NFL, if you had to guess? What each, do you mean those don't count? I'm saying if if the, if they were just competitive in one-score games, so what, Pittsburgh was competitive with them? The Jets were competitive with them? Like, are those fake, you know, uh, feel-good wins for the Jets and Pittsburgh and Denver in games that they lost to the Patriots earlier this year? No, it just shows they weren't losing by multiple scores They're on competitive. a weekly basis. Yeah, they were. Okay, the Jets have lost a bunch of one-score games. Like They've the, been competitive this the year. Cardinals have lost a bunch of one score games. So like, what does that mean? A lot of losing teams have competitive one score losses. Like, what does that mean? Most of the NFL is one score losses. Okay, unless you're like Carolina or somebody awful like that, they're mostly one score well, losses. So the Patriots aren't as bad as Carolina. No, they're not as bad as Carolina, right, well. but they're as bad as just about anybody else. So like, how many games in the NFL on a week to week basis are more than a touchdown? Arcan, you gamble a lot, as do I. Is it like two or three a week? Um, that finished that way? I'm not no, sure, but no. I know there's not a lot of lines that are high. It's maybe two or three lines that get up in the Most games are like a field goal. They expect the games to be close because most games are close. This year there's been a lot of like walk-off wins. So yeah. like, don't don't be happy and don't give them a lot of credit for their one-score record. And do they have bad injury luck? No. This team has bad injury luck? Like, they had a couple of injuries. Again, that, ha- that happens to everybody. That they happens to everybody. They didn't lose their quarterback like so nope. many other teams did Thank this you. year. Yeah, Thank their quarterback you. was healthy all year, both of them. And it's like, I don't know, here's a good way to, to get around your bad injury luck. Have more than two good players. That way, if your two good players get hurt, you have other good players. Like, that crazy idea. If their bad injury luck was they only have two good players and they both happen to get hurt, well, tough. That means you only had two good players. And maybe next time have one of your two good players play offense. <laughs> Like, if you only have two, put one on offense and the other on defense. Uh, Make one a quarterback. Quote, yes. The guys still respond to him. A tenured Patriots source said of Belichick, a tenured one, like Andrews Slater. Uh, And goddamn, 
We have so many squad meetings where okay, he shows so it's not where yeah, he no. shows them. It's a good point, Andrews. <laughs> What's going to happen in the game? Great point, Gosh Bingo. darn it! And it's always it always effing happens. Definitely not Slater. Gosh darn it! Definitely not Brad Stevens either. By the way, even down to what we can't do, and then we effing do it. So, like, all right, I mean, I, I question Bill's acumen as a coach even, but if you want to give him that, fine. That's such a small part of what he does day to day. The motivation, you're saying? No, just his X's and O's and his ability to point out, guys, if we do this and we don't do that and all these other things, and the guys sit in there and watch the tape and they go, wow, Bill's still got it. I don't know. I watch how they handle two-minute drills and how he handles timeouts and challenges and how he always punts on fourth down. And I look at plenty of coaching mistakes week after week after week. He bet on defense and special teams in 2023, and he has four wins to show for it. Like, that's on him. And that's not, that's somewhat a team-building thing, but that's also like a game flow thing where Bill thinks he can control the game with defense and special teams. Well, and it's you about, can't. It's about perspective of the league as well, and it makes you question that. Okay, so all these other teams are focused on offense and these high-flying offenses and their quarterbacks and getting a weapon in there and all this other stuff. And you, even with the defense, like the smaller linebackers and all this, and he's looking at it and going, well, I'm just going to zag. And I, he zagged too far. He zagged way too far. Yeah. And not successfully. Right, and he'll keep doing that. Because Bill still, even though the, the results are staring him in the face since Brady left, and really the last two years, if you want to say that, the results are staring him in the face. And Bill still thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. And yeah, that's right. still thinks he can zig when everybody else is going to zag and it's going to work out for him. And like what? They just had some bad injury luck and bad one-score game luck? Like that's probably how Bill is going to pitch Robert. And Robert should not. He should not allow that to happen in that meeting. No, he definitely he should have none should. of that. Because even if you'd won a handful of those games, you're maybe eight and nine, you know, at best. Like, mm-hmm. you're, if you won all of them, no one expects that that team or a team like that could be able to make any kind of deep playoff run. Even Bill, deep down, probably thinks that. You know, it's just that you, you have no offense at all. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way you could do it. Let me uh, give you this Josina Anderson report again before we talk to Curran here in a few moments. Uh, Josina Anderson, I'm told there are teams within the NFC South. With potential interest in Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, per source, I previously discussed potential explorations with the Chargers below, blah, 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 blah. Teams in the NFC South. Teams plural. Right, teams plural. So I kind of have ruled out the Saints. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe maybe there's a chance he could go to New Orleans, I, I guess. Maybe Dennis Allen isn't safe. They could miss the playoffs, just like the Falcons and Bucks and, and obviously Carolina can all miss the playoffs. But I would hone in on Carolina and Tampa specifically because he's been linked to them in the past. Carolina's come up a ton. Curran brought up Carolina to us like months ago. He's like, oh, you know, he used to be a season ticket holder down there or something like that. He had a house in Charlotte at one point. So, like, Curran brought that up to us months ago. And I think it's the Joe Bucks fan website, uh, covers the Buccaneers, and Florio's been big on this, the idea that Bill could go to Tampa, which never really made sense to me, but the Glazers are star bleepers. They tried to get Parcells. They hired Gruden. You know, they brought in Brady at the end of the day. Like, could they be enticed to bring in Belichick? The more I think about it, because I've just dismissed that, and I've been like, Bill would be a moron for going to Tampa. Because now you have the shadow of Brady over you, and you have to match what Brady did. Right. If you don't win in Tampa? Okay, but if he does, if he does, I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to win anywhere, meaning like a Super Bowl. Maybe he gets to the playoffs somewhere else. Baker Mayfield going all the way next year? But, okay. But That'd be sick. If he did, it really would be the perfect rebuttal to It'd Brady. It'd be the great equalizer. No, I mean, it really would be. And so I don't think he's going to go to Tampa and win, but hand up, I didn't think Brady was going to go to Tampa and win. 
so maybe I'm wrong about Bill too. It really would be the perfect equalizer. And like, I don't know. Maybe he'll go chase strange around in Tampa and it's close to the water and like it's a bad division. <laughs> and like, I don't know. Like, he, can you not fish go live in, in Tam- Jeter's house? Yeah. Can he not yeah. chase Marlin in Tampa or something like that? Like, I don't know. Like, he, like, is that the kind of place that could suit him? Have we, when she says NFC South teams plural, I think we all think Carolina because it's open and Dave Tepper may pay through the nose. Maybe we haven't lent enough, enough credence to the idea of Tampa. Like, maybe there's more to it. I've kind of dismissed that one. If you were Bill and your only options were Tampa or Carolina, where would you go? Same price tag, let's Tampa, say. 100%. Yeah, 100% I mean, Tampa. Why would you want to go work for Tepper right yeah, now? Yeah, no, that's true. But I don't know that the Glazers were a great spot to work either. And so, I mean, assuming all things being equal, money, power, all that, yeah, Tampa's got a better roster. I'd probably rather go to Tampa. Fair. Yeah. But I don't know who is... Who's more willing to, to you know, throw the kitchen sink at him? You get personnel power, Bill. You get to hire everybody, and you're in charge of the draft, and we're going to pay you $30 million. The draft you don't have a first-round pick in. <laughs> Fair point. It's <laughs> a good point. I guess it's probably Tampa out of those two. Yeah. Uh, all right, enough spitballing. Let's get some actual info here from an actual NFL insider. That's Tommy Curran. Joining us on the Harbor One Hotline, as he does each and every Thursday at 3.30, is brought to you by Unified Office. Unified Office will make sure you never lose any business again due to a poor customer phone experience. Find your solution at unifiedoffice.com. Tommy Curran, how are we doing this week? Tremendous. Hello, my friends. How are you? Hello. Hello. Is it too late to say, uh, I, I promised I wouldn't do this yesterday. I like to observe the Larry David rules. Is it too late to say Happy New Year? Yeah, it is now. Yep. All right. Well, now I see. Now I We're, now I feel like an idiot. I feel like an idiot. I knew I, sh- I knew I shouldn't have done it, and I feel like an idiot for even going there. Um, when it comes to the meeting between Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft, has been reported a, a few different places. Is it your understanding that that's taking place uh, early in the week? And if so, what do you expect to come from it? I don't have any intel on when the meeting is going to happen. Uh, so I would defer to Mike Reese, who gets stuff right on a regular basis, that if it's going to happen Monday and he's reporting that, then that's when it will happen. What do I expect to come from it? It's kind of up to Bill. Since no conversations have been held and no one from ownership has gone to Bill and said, well, all right, so what, what's been going on here? And, and how do you think it went sideways? And how do you look to resolve it? With that having not taken place, it would appear to me that they are leaving the ball in his court for that day, or they are planning to do all the talking. So there's a lot to be plowed through, as we've talked about innumerable times at the end of this season. So the longer it goes with no conversations at all, to expect that there is going to be something revolutionary that emanates from Monday, and even if those conversations go into Tuesday and Wednesday, I just don't understand how that's what's best for the football team. So, Tom, uh, are you saying then that whatever discussions start on Monday, this could be a process, even whatever direction it goes in, that, that goes longer than that? Well, I'm basing that on comments. And again, it's, it's spitballing by people, I think, outside the circle of ownership who are close to ownership. And, and when NFL media reported that it could take some time, I think they reported that toward the weekend when I reported that a decision had been made. They said there was no firm decision and that it may take some time. I'm deferring to that report as being one that we could at least give some credence to. Might take some time. Might not take any time at all. The longer they go without talking at all, the more it lends to me believing that there's really not going to be a hell of a lot of conversation. 
Okay, so because I, I, we've talked about this before, but are you of the mind that if this conversation goes on or this process drags on, that could hurt the club with all the work of they course. have to do in the off season? Of course, that's why I am saying it's not what's best for the football team to have it drag on. If you have come to a conclusion, as I reported, you know, three weeks ago, and really very little has happened to change in the last few weeks, despite spirited efforts to go from two and 10 to four and 11, (laughs) then what are you, what are you doing? So that's, that's why to me, I wonder how substantial these conversations will be, but you know, does Bill Belichick to me, it's the Bill Belichick pitch, which could change things. If he walks in and says, a lot of it's on me, you know, I probably should have done a better job with Mac. No doubt. Should have had a better succession plan in place for Josh, um, Offensive line, you know, is miscues by me on that. I'll take away the general manager stuff from myself, and I'll be a much better guy going forward. Is that persuasive enough, or do you in turn say, okay, but to what end, Bill? You come back, and everyone is still beholden to you. We still have an offensive line situation, as reported by Andrew Callian and Doug Kide today in the Herald, that is in disrepair there now would be somewhat, even though my understanding is Gerard Mayo would happily work again for Bill Belichick if he came back, there now is apparently factions within the coaching staff that are even more visible than the ones that were present before. And if Bill comes back and has a nine-win season, he's still five wins short of Don Shula. So it's run it back again. You can't let him go when there's five wins to go. It, it, to me, if you've made a decision, the hemming and the hawing is pissing up a rope. And additionally, I'll say this. Obviously, when you read the Callahan story, hiring Bill O'Brien was a half measure. They didn't have it in them to tear the Band-Aid all the way off. They tore off a corner, and it hurt really bad, and they stopped. And they're still in agony because of it. They should have just left it alone, because what Bill's going to go in there and say most likely is, look, I thought it was heading in the right direction with Matty P. I told you that. But you wanted to go to Billy. I like Billy, but it wasn't the right situation for Billy. And now look what you did. And I think that that would cause some rancor. So they either should have left the Band-Aid on and let him sink or swing with Matt Patricia last year, or they should have ripped it off entirely. I think that's going to be a point of contention that could arise on Monday. Okay, so I, I agree with that, that they should have ripped the Band-Aid off. Uh, but, but let me hone in on something you just said. Uh, you said that the, the friction within the coaching staff or the division within the coaching staff, however you worded it, is more visible. What, mm-hmm. can, do we have any examples of that, or, or can you share any examples of that? Sure. I think that we understood that there were factions present last year with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge feeling as if they got hung out to dry. And there was backbiting that went on towards Mac Jones, I think, and contrasting how Bailey Zappi performed. This season, now we have people saying that Gerard May was rubbing people the wrong way, which is, I don't blame Greg Bedard for going with it, but that's a tenuous description of an individual's transgression, isn't it? He's rubbing some people the wrong way. So do I. So do you, Jody. <laughs> Mega not so much. Arkan does. You'd be surprised. I definitely do. But that's, you know, that's, that's not a hanging offense. So if someone wants from within the coaching staff to share that, as Mayo kind of expressed earlier this week, he wants to know who it was and why they said it. So you're going to see a Bill 
faction of loyalists who still exists, who we saw exist, and a male faction of loyalists, which is going to exist now and probably has existed as the season has gone along. So that's what I mean by more visible. So you bring that all back in 2024, even if Gerard is saying, I love Bill, I'll play for Bill. I don't, I'll, excuse me, I'll coach for Bill. I don't want to see Bill get, you know, whisked out of here, you know, against his will and if he has a cogent explanation for what he wants to do next. But to me, there's divisiveness has been sown and it was present for years prior to this. It dates back to 2017, really. It's just the, it's just the opponents on the other side from Bill generally change. On the subject of O'Brien, while he was resistant to it, he did ultimately go along with the hiring. He did sort of acquiesce and say, okay, let's bring him in and let's move on from our guy. So I guess the question, Tommy, is, and I know you love to speculate on stuff like this, if uh, if Kraft is going to be doing most of the talking, will that talking include some kind of, if you do this, then you can stay on? If you, Or is Bill going to have to, to come with that? Oh, that's, that's a great question. That's a great question. I, uh, you know, wow. and, and because I do, I, because the the edict or coaxing came from Kraft that no, we're, we really need an offensive coordinator. And I actually just told all the season ticket holders we were going to stage a search for a real one with a title and everything. So we're going to do that, Bill. I really like Bill O'Brien. He coached last year. As we see in this Andrew Callahan and Doug Kide story, it's very well reported how what a great level of dysfunction occurred as a result of that. So maybe Robert says, okay, you know, we, we definitely needed a better plan. I offered you one. It went worse. What's your plan? Tom, I'm wondering one thing that I kept coming back to in reading what I agree is a really well-reported story from the Herald today is the question to me of what happened between those games in which Mac Jones is benched as the starter and then trotted back out there as the starter. And it happened three times, and then he was finally benched the fourth time, just because I can't remember a time when that happened. Do you have any more information about how how that decision process went along or what was happening in practice during those weeks that maybe justified putting Mac back out there as the starter after he had been benched repeatedly week after week? I think, I don't think there's anything sinister to it. He played pretty friggin' good against the Eagles. He played okay, except for his standard Mac mistake against the Dolphins. Jets are a pain in the ass. You have a bad offensive line, whatever. And then it went sideways for two weeks with Dallas and New Orleans, another embarrassment, and he's starting to get sat down. But then he reset the meter entirely by playing so well against the Buffalo Bills. So that was a full-on reset for him. Oh, okay, now it's finally working. Okay. So I don't think there's anything sinister involved, although I will say that if you notice in Andrew's story, they mentioned that Bailey Zappi was bad in camp and even worse in the weeks leading up to Max benching. It was more of waiting him out. So if they had an alternative, if they had Jacoby Brissett or Brian Hoyer or somebody else when Mac was going into a full puddle mode, then they would have gone to it. That Bailey Zappi has played well is a credit to him, but he didn't necessarily earn the job as much as being the guy who's sitting there when the guy in front of him was struck dead by fear and inadequacy. Tom, before we let you go, I'm curious what you think the atmosphere will be like 
uh, in Foxborough for potentially Bill's final game. I mean, is it is it going to turn into a, a Belichick tribute? I mean, could you see that organically happening from the fans? Should be a snowy mess there. It's the Jets on the other side. How do you see that game, the atmosphere around that game, potentially going on Sunday? I think it would be really interesting to hear what the in-stadium DJ or video board operator, what kind of instructions they're given. A lot of Bon Jovi. If any. <laughs> yeah, well, Bon Jovi, or are we going to spend a lot of time putting Bill up on the big screen? More than usual. Less than usual. How will the fans react to that? I would imagine that there'll be a big segment of fans who are season ticket holders and who would go out there in the snow, have been doing it for a long time, and they are very thankful to Bill for everything he provided. And regardless of any missteps or agitations that they had about a team that's 4-11 or 12 taking the field, they're going to show their appreciation. What I'm curious about is, is how Bill leaves the field. Is, is there any recognition at all? Was he got his foot up, handshake the cellar, and just walks right off? Or is there a hand wave? Arkan has an idea. Be... About carrying him off Rudy style, yes. I think was Arkan's idea. Well, earlier. it's going to be all the special teamers. It's yes. going to be Cardona and Slater and Brandon Schooler, and everybody's going to carry him no, off but, like Rudy. Yeah. But that's interesting, Tom. Like, does Schooler's he... going to give him a book. Schooler's going to give him a football and then here. <laughs> yeah. There you go. No, but it's interesting, Tom. Like, does he take it upon himself? Like, regardless of the in-state, like, does he give any acknowledgement on his own? That, I hadn't really considered that. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's what I'm here for. Okay. Well, Tommy Curran. Put it inside he's here every week uh, for good stuff like that. Uh, obviously, he was reporting a few weeks ago that, uh, well, uh, Bill's probably gone. Uh, so we're going to get our answer on that very soon. I think we know. Uh, Tommy Curran, thanks for joining us this week. We'll talk to you next Thursday. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. All See right. ya. Tommy Curran, you, as Tom. all our guests, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Like, right. So I'm not going to be there. I'm not I'm not pouncing on those $30 tickets. I don't know about you, Arcand. But I'm not going to be work. there. I'm doing uh, the final. Oh, this is true. Football Sunday. Stopping show. by for the final time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're stopping by. You yeah. can make time to go Stop down. By I get there by halftime. I could probably get in half bright. So uh, that that's interesting. Like, does Bill take it upon himself, regardless of the in-game communication? Does he kind of let you know coming off the field? Uh, so it should be an interesting environment on Sunday against the Jets in the snow. Uh, 617-779-7937. We'll get to all your feedback here. We'll take you back through uh, some takeaways there from Tommy Curran because I think there were a few interesting items. We'll do it next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Now back to Jones and Mego on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. To me, I wonder how substantial these conversations will be. But, you know, does Bill Belichick, to me, it's the Bill Belichick pitch, which could change things. If he walks in and says, a lot of it's on me. Probably should have done a better job with Mac, no doubt. Should have had a better succession plan in place for Josh. The offensive line, you know, is miscues by me on that. I'll take away the general manager stuff from myself, and I'll be a much better guy going forward. Is that persuasive enough, or do you in turn say, okay, but to what end, Bill? You come back, and everyone is still beholden to you. We still have an offensive line situation, as reported by Andrew Callahan and Doug Kide today in the Herald, that is in disrepair. 
there now would be somewhat, even though my understanding is Gerard Mayo would happily work again for Bill Belichick if he came back, there now is apparently factions within the coaching staff that are even more visible than the ones that were present before. And if Bill comes back and has a nine-win season, he's still five wins short of Don Shula. So it's run it back again. You can't let him go when there's five wins to go. It's a good point. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to bring him back? He has a halfway decent year, and then he's five wins away. They might win five games this year. So he's five wins away from Shula, and you're going to fire him then? It was a half measure. They should have fully ripped off the Band-Aid. And Bill was lucky to get this year. I don't know why that's such a hard concept for people to get. He was lucky to get this year. In retrospect, they obviously should have moved on from him last year. And you could say that wasn't an easy call at the time, Mego. I know you feel that way. It was the right call. Whether it was an easy call or not, it was the right call to move on from him. And they didn't. And so that's how I think more people should look at it. That's how Kraft should look at it. And it's like, oh, Bill, you want to come in and beg for your job and grovel for your job and tell me you're going to relinquish power? No, no. This was your chance, and you blew it. So you're done. And we asked a follow-up on the the visual uh, friction or division within the coaching staff, and it is a little more at the surface level. I, I got what he meant uh, when he elaborated on it a little bit more. Just I mean, You have people out there saying Gerard Mayo is rubbing people the wrong way, and he's firing right back, saying, put your name on it effectively, or come talk to me effectively. Which is fair. No, the second one is fair. Put your name right. on it is dumb. But the second one, like, hey, come talk to me. Like, if I'm rubbing you the wrong way or I'm bothering you, come talk to me about it. Don't go running to, you know, Greg Bedard. So that's what he meant by there being a little more open division within the coaching staff. And it was surprising to hear Curran say separately in another portion of the answer that Gerard Mayo would still be open to working underneath Bill Belichick, which I respect Curran's reporting, but I, I doubt that. Well, doesn't it seem like that was the original plan when you look at how their contracts were put together by the Crafts, that they were both on these two-year contracts? Yeah, and for next year, yes. So then after next year, the ideal situation would have been that they take the training wheels off, Bill gets his record, he's gone, and then Gerard Mayo takes over on a new contract as a head coach. Yeah, but I feel like a lot's changed in the meantime. Yeah. And well, when you have people talking about you're going to be the head coach next year, it's one of those things where anytime something starts to look like a possibility, in your mind, you already have it. So yeah. you're like, no, 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 I already have that. I already, I, I already have that. I, I already have that. I can't wait another year. I believe Gerard Mayo may be telling people who are telling Curran that, you know, he's okay working for Bill. He might be saying that. I don't believe it. He also might be keeping all options open. Yeah, he's I mean, smart. I just, I don't believe that he wants to do another year of that. Who could? Uh, 617-779-7937. If you missed any of Tommy Curran, check it out on the Odyssey app. Use the Rewind feature. You can listen to the full interview there. You can also listen live on the app or by telling your smart speaker to play 93.7 WEEI. Make sure you're listening live at 4.30, a little over a half an hour from now. We'll talk to Andrew Callahan of the Boston Herald, the author of today's story about the Patriots, their dysfunction, their downfall, and it all began with the hiring of Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick being all upset about having to move on from his buddies, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. We'll get back into that in a moment. In the meantime, let's knock out some phone calls. Glenn's in Connecticut. Go ahead, Glenn. Oh, Glenn's no oh, longer Glenn there. Just he out. wanted to talk about the uh, hatred for Bill and why we're all rooting for the downfall of Bill or whatever. If you want to give Bill credit for the six Super Bowls in the 20 years and all that, I get it. I honestly do. But when it comes to the last two years, I don't get how you defend that as a fan. So you can celebrate it on Sunday. Kerm was just talking about this. Celebrate it on Sunday. Give him a standing ovation. In the snow. 
against the Jets. Maybe Bill gives you a little fist pump with the hoodie uh, walking off the field, or he gives a little wave walking off the field or something like that. Celebrate all that. Be nostalgic about all that. that that's all fine. But the idea that you're going to give him another year after the last two, when we thought last year was rock bottom and this year is even worse, you can't do that anymore. I, I don't think that's being a hater. I just think that's looking at it and saying it doesn't work anymore. It's not going to work. I would just ask, have you been watching the games? I'm sorry. Of course, he had decades plus of the greatest success in the NFL. Yes, absolutely. But is it fair to say, hey, it hasn't been working lately and it's trending. It's been trending the wrong direction overall for a while now. And you're presented. This is the biggest part to me. You're presented with huge opportunities in this offseason in your draft position, the ability to take the next possibly franchise quarterback and all of the free agency money that you have to spend. And if you're not going to do it now, you know, is Bill Belichick the one that you want making all those decisions in the offseason? Ask yourself that because you saw it a couple years ago. Well, he's got and six rings, Mego. This is where you are now. I know the draft position wasn't as good a couple years ago, but you saw something very similar a couple years ago. And where did it get you now? Yeah. I'm not saying it as a hater. I'm just, if you're, why, why do you keep harping on this? I don't know because I've followed the team for years? Yeah, and it's about to happen. Like, I mean, there, uh, one way or the other, a decision is about to happen. You, you can believe that they won't move on from Bill. The decision may be to bring him back. But it's about to happen. It, it's about to happen in the next maybe couple of days. So that's why we're talking about it. Uh, you can continue to weigh in. 617-779-7937. Again, we'll talk to Andrew Callahan from the Boston Herald. Let's get back into all the latest in that report from he and Doug Kide. Uh, they talked to more than a dozen team sources about the dysfunction this year, dating back to last year. We'll get back into it next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.